As I passed him, I overheard him venting about some bougie bitch to his trainer. I don't want to see anything aborted. I cannot be around somebody doing any sort of exercise in a college shirt. Hello and welcome. We're back. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you're here. Stoked you could join us again. Episode 45, Michael Jordan's comeback number. Who could forget? 45. Um, Things that have been going on here. New stuff on the website. Um, Stuff that's gone up this week that you should check out Uh, if you're following our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. You can see all this there or just go to the website, theballerlifestyle.com. There's a new fancy sex post. Those are popular. We'd like to do more of them. Uh, That's where Fancy Sauce and myself, we answer your sex and relationship questions. And uh, we really like to do more of those. So go to theballerlifestyle.com and read that post and then send us your sex and relationship questions. Um, the, the email address is fancy sex, F A N C E E sex at the ball lifestyle.com. And, um, we'll answer your sex and relationship stuff there because we like doing it. We'll keep it anonymous. So you can like, if you're weird, like a lot of you guys are weird. A lot of you guys like weird porn and a lot of you guys like weird sex and have weird fantasies. And also a lot of you guys are awkward. And you guys have sexual problems and dysfunction, and you don't know how to please a woman. And I do know how to please a woman, so you should ask me how to do it. Ask me in an email, fancysexattheballerlifestyle.com. Um, yeah, so read the one that's up there because it's pretty good, and, and we want to do more of those. And thank you to all of the regular listeners that submitted questions. Um, also, there are at least three new posts on the blog right now from the great Ed Daly, including a definitive look at Future Day, which if you're not a huge nerd, you probably don't know about. Um, but most people actually do know that that future day is October 25th, 2015, and that's the day that Marty McFly and his girlfriend Jennifer bounce forward at the end of Back to the Future and where Back to the Future 2 takes place. Ed Daly has written a blog post. It's super funny explaining what needs to occur in the next year to bring truth to the prophecy of Back to the Future Part 2, and I, I can't implore you enough to read it because it had me laughing out loud today. And again, that's check the baller lifestyle podcast or the baller lifestyle.com or check us out on Facebook, Facebook, um, the, the baller lifestyle podcast on Facebook. Um, and la- last week, lots of controversy over the cologne theft story last week, which surprised me a, like a great many people on Twitter came out in the pro cologne camp of all things. After our story last week about the Cowboys running back getting busted for stealing cologne, um, Ed Daly and I, both hetero men, we came out as decidedly anti-cologne, and a lot of people took umbrage with our position. I was surprised. I thought more people would have come out in favor of raw-dogging hookers and protecting yourself with antibiotics like Derek Shelby did in another story from episode 44. So if you haven't heard that yet, go back and, and check that one and feel free to weigh in and email us your thoughts on the on the cologne controversy mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com ed and i want to do more of those too so um anything anything you hear here on the show and you would like to discuss with us send us an email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com and we'll answer you either here or uh, in a blog post so whoa my voice just cracked i'm channeling michael j fox talking back to the future 
Uh, and one last thing, I want to take credit for not being a huge Ebola pussy. Remember when everyone was freaked the fuck out about Ebola like a week ago? Well, I'm still talking about it because what happened there? Where's your pandemic, you alarmist pussies? I told you from the beginning that only suburban housewives freak out about Ebola and you guys were all scared and I wasn't and I want credit for that. So I'm, I'm taking it. Uh, today on the show, some well, we're getting sportsy. We're the sports show of record. I, somebody, I think somebody was making fun of me. There was a Monday night football game this week where the, it, it, I, I watched about three minutes of the game and in that three minutes – the Texans gave – it was actually in 90 seconds or so. The uh, the Texans gave up three consecutive very quick touchdowns to the Steelers. And somebody somebody tweeted, um, as the sports show of record, the baller lifestyles, Brian Beckner picked the Houston Texans to win the AFC South this year. And that's true. I did pick them. We had a picks – we picked – who was going to win what? All the divisions. And I, I like the Texans. That was my sleeper pick. And it's not over yet, guys. I think you're like three and four. I know the Colts are looking pretty good there. But uh, hang in there. Hang in there, guys. Make, make Do me proud. Um, but also sportsy. So that guy acknowledged that we are the sports show of record. And, and you should acknowledge that as well and tell your friends. Um, and, and this week we are going to talk some sports. And this I really like. ESPN.com has a story right now about Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant is this guy that he's a real dick and he's an asshole. And for a long time, like people sort of danced around that and wouldn't really say as much. And now people, people still aren't really talking, but they're talking off the record. And there's a major hit piece on ESPN.com about what an asshole Kobe Bryant is. And I, as a Laker fan, think that's great. And so we're definitely going to talk about that. Kobe Bryant is an asshole. Um, also, this is kind of a weird, sad, unfortunate, funny story. Uh, former heavyweight boxer Leon Spinks is in the hospital in like pretty bad shape, apparently. And it's not for reasons you might think. Um, CTE, you know, punch drunkness. I mean, that, that could play into it. But that, the big man has been felled by, of all things, a chicken wing. And that's sort of a crazy story, and we're going to weigh in on that for sure. Um, also today on the show, when you guys think like hot guys, like what like what profession do you think of? Like athletes, like sexy athletes or firefighters? I know you guys spend a lot of time thinking about hot guys. Like national syndic nationally syndicated radio personalities slash podcasters? Like who would you think of in a sexy guy calendar? Like most people, do you think what I think? Guy that's a cook at Chili's? Because there's a guy that's a cook at Chili's that wants to do a sexy Chili's cook calendar, and I'm all in on that. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. You guys ever have one of those days where you just ha- have to be somewhere? There's someone you, somewhere you just absolutely need to be, so you bounce out of work, and you just, you know, you're, you know you needed to answer that one last important email, and you sort of blow it off, and... You're just kind of – everybody's been in that driving away going, oh, shit, I should have done that. Oh, well, you know, I, I knew I was supposed to do it, and I didn't. I, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. Well, imagine that same scenario except your job is an ambulance driver, and instead of an email, it's a deceased human body. We're going to talk about that. And, 
you ever hear somebody say this? Some of my best friends are black. It's usually like when they're about to say something really racist or they just said something really racist. Well, what if you didn't actually know any black people, but you really, really, really needed to be seen with some for your image? One word, Photoshop. And we're going to talk about that as well. Also today, Fancy Pop. And I don't know exactly what Kate's got in store, but I'm hoping we just go wall to wall on Renee Zellweger's new face. Because there's something going on there, and we're going to talk about it. Also, something um, else I think she's going to talk about, Shia LaBeouf. He's making the rounds. He's off booze, but apparently he still likes to exercise in blue jeans. So that's he's obviously not completely healthy or sane. Um, that's it. That's what's happening. That's what's been happening. That's what's going to happen. Um, but we, before we can get to all of that, we need to talk to our man, co-host of the show, sidekick, back to the future, fucking expert. Of course, I'm talking about the great Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Hey, Brian. What's what's going on? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, good. I had a uh, I had a pretty good weekend. We took the kids down to Maryland and D.C. and went. To- I mean, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You can't say you had a good week weekend and then immediately follow that by mm-hmm. announcing that your children were with you. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, it might skew a little creepy, but we went to a college football game, and after the game, uh, I just, Michelle took the kids, and they went back to the hotel, and I went out to some of the old college bars. The problem oh, is no, I am a man in my late 30s going to a college yes. bar. But it was homecoming weekend, so... There were older people around town. Um, yeah. But the, the big observation that, like, I just forgot about college, like, just blocked it off, is college is full. Like, any college bar in just college town is full of drunk girls crying. I, I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just one yeah. of those things that you just forget exists. Like, girls are drunk and crying, like, shit-faced at four in the afternoon and hysterically crying. And there's somebody consoling them. Maybe it's a guy trying to get back in their good graces or it's yeah. their friends. But, like, it's that's what college really is. It's a bunch of drunk girls crying. And it's with the wisdom of years, you look back at that and you go, oh, that's so fucking annoying. But as a younger man, you, you were around that and didn't realize how just what an awful scene that is. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, you mentioned there's some new columns up. Uh, one other thing I noticed – I. I one of my buddies was at, at the game as well, and uh, we were looking at this guy who's wearing a flor- – It's a. it was a Maryland-Iowa game. Not not the most exciting unless you went to one of the schools, but sure. there's a guy not too far in front of us with a Tim Tebow Florida jersey. Like no affiliation whatsoever to either school, just wants to let the world know he he likes a shitty quarterback or you know a God-squatting quarterback. Like, there was no reason for him to wear it, and the other thing is watching the Royals, and I see it, it not only in the ALCS, the guy tonight in the World Series, there's a big asshole wearing a Marlins jacket right behind home plate at these Royals games. Is it? Oh, it's the same guy. Same guy. And I, 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 I cannot stand these dudes who are, are showing up in jerseys or, you know, big jack, colorful jackets and hats of a team that's not playing. Yeah, you, you – include you have a blog post 
about this up at the, it's about the worst guy. Um, the, the guy that wears a wrong team jersey to a game. And it, the same guy that you have a picture of in the post is at the game tonight. Is that what yeah, you're telling me? He's on the screen right now. Oh I'm looking God. at him. Also, who's, it's not like you're wearing like Brooklyn Dodgers or even the stupid ass Yankees. The Miami. The Marlins the, get like six fans at their home games when they're good. And this guy's got to support them in Kansas City. Yeah, my, uh, my buddy lives in Miami, and he goes to the game, and he brings his fucking Doberman into the park with him, no problem. <laughs> right. Like, that's, that's As how we many discussed, people go to those games. We discussed earlier in the year, I think, that any any franchise that has dog night is not a real franchise. Of course not. It's like disco demolition. It's. A, <laughs> I mean, even, like, under no circumstances, like, I go to a game, I go to a couple Dodger games every year, yeah. and you see mostly people wearing Dodger hats, but a lot of times if they're playing like the Cubs or, you know, like a bigger, a team with a big fan base, the Phillies, the, uh, who's the team from St. Louis, the Cardinals, the Reds, you'll see people in other caps, but you always see that one fucking asshole in his dumbass Yankees hat. Right. Or every sporting event, there'll always be the, the guy who has no affiliation to any team playing. Yeah, he just wants – he wants you to – well, the worst thing is he just wants you to know something about him. Right. Don't talk and to he him. And he has other hats. He has unaffiliated hats in his collection. Right. He doesn't wear a Yankees hat every day, but he wears a Yankees hat to the Dodger game to let everybody know that he's a fucking Yankee fan. And you know what? Nobody fucking cares. Nobody likes you. Yeah. Nobody – yeah. Not only do we not care, now we hate you. <laughs> What's new? We were indifferent to you before. <laughs> What's new with you? Yeah, um, nothing's new with me. I do need to. I need, do need to follow up. This is for my dear friend Paul Walkoff HBP on Twitter. He was very excited that you shared with us last week the story. And to, to recap, you have a friend that answered an ad for a Craigslist threesome. <laughs> and last we heard, he went. He showed up to the threesome. It didn't turn out to be a threesome. It was just the husband masturbating while he sexed the guy's wife. Yep. Um, that, that happened. They drove him home. Yeah. They drove him home and he (laughs) masturbated in the car either for them or for his own pleasure. We're not, we haven't determined what we do know is that you are friends with a sociopath. Paul was very, my dear friend, Paul walk off HBP, extremely excited to hear that story. Very, very, he sent me a text about it. Very excited. He needs an update. Is there anything else going on with your Craigslist three somebody? Well, uh, my friend and I are trying to be good friends and really kind of push him into a certain area of life that we think would be very beneficial for him. And that's settling down. And uh, as I mentioned, he's on his Eat, Pray, Love tour in Southeast Asia right now. And it seems he's taken a shine to a professional girl. <laughs> oh, she's an attorney. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, he, he doesn't like the notion that she is a hooker. He gets very insulted by that. He says she's a karaoke girl. And uh, uh, when asked what that means, it's somebody who you spend money to have her spend time with you. And I was like, well, so then she's having sex for money, right? Like, is that what's going on? And yeah, there's some there's some very defensive behavior. And he posted a picture on Facebook or Instagram uh in the last 24 hours of a girl in Shanghai wearing his uh his clothing oh my god yeah like she's <laughs> she's wearing his eagles t-shirt and he's very the same girl very proud of it i i'm assuming it's the same girl oh my god so like when we're saying you know this is this is great like 
You know, you should because I think of, if we have good stories now, if he marries a Shanghai hooker or right. karaoke girl, I can promise you. And I, I, I love. There's nothing I love more than skipping weddings. I'm going. <laughs> no, you, I am going to a Shanghai hooker wedding for sure. You, well, okay. To recap. The Craigslist threesome guy is now is there's two things we've just learned about him. He's an Eagles fan. Yeah. Which is a he which should come as no surprise because this guy's crazy. <laughs> he's the Additionally, best. I just want to go on record and say he's the best. I well, I love him too. Um additionally, he's he could possibly be in the process of becoming engaged and or married to an Asian prostitute. <laughs> Chinese, Chinese, <laughs> right? That's in Asia, right? Yeah, but I'm saying we we we, we don't have to go general. We have, we can say oh. Shanghai. I, I mean, Shanghai. who knows what goes on when you try to bring her outside the borders? Oh no, that's that's not even allowed. Yeah, there's there's so much there's, there's so much bubbling under the surface here. I'm I'm excited. Can I feel like there? Can we all pitch in? Here's what we need to do. Yeah, we should we should definitely get him like a gravy boat. At, on behalf of the baller lifestyle, no, if he no, gets no, married. No. Well, that, I was thinking bread maker. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that's a good idea. But the we'll definitely do that. But I was thinking we all kick in. We do a Kickstarter. We get this guy a GoPro. Oh, yes. And we just get a bunch of raw footage, and we make a documentary, a journalistic-style documentary of this guy's exploits with his new potential Shanghai prostitute bride. <laughs> just, just uh, one of his days would be just fascinating, fascinating. This would well, be like I a Werner Herzog documentary. Right. That's what I'm thinking because I imagine there's a lot of like he could recount his day to you, but there's a lot of parts missing. I bet. Sure, sure. So these, these if, days if don't these, a, these days are not so, stone cold so, sober days. We've got no, lots of details a, get dropped. I'm sure. Right. If we put a camera on him, then we could have all the footage ourselves. We could be a fly on the wall. We could be a fly on the Shanghai brothel wall. That would be that would be pretty much the best. Yeah, it would be that would be pretty great. Okay, <laughs> well keep keep us up to date on Craigslist threesome guy Ed because this yeah everything about this guy fascinates me and I, I can't wait to meet him. He is a fascinating character. See if I can be your plus one to his wedding. My my one buddy who hung out with him is he's he he was in L.A. before he went to Asia. Uh, he he had like a night to hang out with him in L.A. and he's like randomly we're hanging out with kid from Kid and Play and this guy like he just weird things happen around him. No, no, that's not true. Yep, Christopher Kid Kid Reed Reed. Kid Reed. That's right. Yeah, he's like yeah I don't know we were just hanging out with Kid <laughs> and then we ditched him at a bar because he was boring. That's so funny, dude. So good. Weird things happen around him. Very weird. Well, I'm very interested. To, I'm fascinated by this guy, and I, I think we could we could make a reality show about him for sure. Okay, Ed, on to the regular show. We are the sports show of record. We talk fucking sports on this show. Let's get sportsy. What is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to talk about? ESPN, the magazine's cover story this week about the downfall of the Lakers over the past four years. More specifically, the story discusses who is to blame, Kobe Bean Bryant, the man who was once accused of going backdoor top shelf with the towel girl in Aspen against her will, <laughs> has now become a punching bag. The story goes on to quote a number of nameless agents and coaches about how nobody wants to play with the fading superstar guard. Peek behind the banners, says one longtime NBA agent, and it's rotten. 
Kobe is like a big rock in their front yard, says an agent who has had a cl- Lakers client in recent years. You you can't mow over it, so you just have to mow around it. Others stated that the 36-year-old terrible defender is a flat-out sabotaging their attempts to draw strong talent to the team. Nobody wants to play with him because of his way of publicly blaming teammates whenever something goes wrong, most notably Dwight Howard. Brian, is there anything more fun than seeing an asshole get his comeuppance? I love this. I am I'm a lifelong Laker fan, as everyone knows. I love the Lakers. I have never, ever since he was an 18-year-old rookie heaving up air balls from the free throw line when the most dominant player in the world was standing in the middle calling for the ball. I have never liked Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he is. He was great. Yeah. But he could have been more great. But but his his narcissism and his ego kept that from happening. Let's not forget. Let's rewind history. And the Lakers were on the verge, were were some would say were a dynasty. They had lost a finals with when they uh, had Gary Payton and Carl Malone. Carl Malone came up lame. They just had a terrible finals against the Pistons. And post-finals, what happened? Kobe Bryant was about to be a free agent, and what did he do? He pretended like he was going to sign with the Clippers so that the Lakers would get rid of Shaquille O'Neal, the most dominant big man in basketball, and a guy that that one-two punch could have lasted easily another five but years then, in L.A. But then yes. he, the, the Lakers lucked like they have for forever, just like the Yankees. They lucked into getting like more superstars. They had Pau Gasol in his prime come there, and then they won back-to-back titles again. Right. At a couple years later, they end up Mitch Kupchak, pulls a great deal, gets Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol leads them to the finals, and I still feel like he was easily the MVP of the finals when they beat the Celtics in 2010, but somehow Kobe Bryant weaseled his way into the finals MVP. It never, and they never reached that pinnacle again. Kobe is on the decline, serious precipitous decline, and he's a bad guy. And I, people still won't say it publicly, but he, everyone knows it. Not a good guy. This is this is how it's going to end for him. And I feel like the Lakers are happy about it because the, here's the thing about the NBA, and you know this: you can't you can't be get good from the middle, right? You're, you got to be good the, or terrible. You, you're either the top of the league or you're the bottom of the league. And the Lakers are poised. They've signed Kobe Bryant for two more years, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, why they give him all that money? They can't get any good players." They gave him all that money because they want to sell tickets in the interim. They want to be able to charge top dollar for their cable rights in the interim while they're shitty. And while they have Kobe Bryant jacking up his 30 shots a game, shooting a terrible percentage like he always has. And in the interim, they'll be bad. They'll have a couple high draft picks. And hopefully, once Kobe's contract expires after next season, they'll be able to make a play for a couple big free agents to pair with their young talent. Um, and, and, no, and nobody's going to be begging to keep Kobe around at that point because he will have shown himself to be not only a terrible player or just past his prime player, but also a huge asshole. Well, this, so, this story, goodbye, also, Kobe. you also have to know, this story comes out because the Lakers are letting things leak as well. Like they're, of course. They, they want it known that this is these are Kobe's last years with the team. But this reminds me of any time a hot actress hits the wall. 
That's right. And they go from being the That's toast of point. the town to being, quote, difficult to work with. That's right. And That's it exactly happened. Right. And it, it happened. I mean, I, I didn't know her in her prime, but seeing pictures, it, I remember hearing that about Raquel Welsh. Like, in the 60s, yes. she was the hottest thing. And, like, in our childhood, she was just, the, like, the difficult woman to be around. And I think Seinfeld even did an episode about it. And oh, really? Yeah, she she punched uh, Kramer or something. She, yes, she head-butted right. him or something. And then it's happened with Terry Hatcher and Sean Young. Like, any, yes. anytime they hit the wall, it's like, oh, you know, maybe they are just assholes. And, like, we don't we don't need to put up with their shit. And, you know, we, we've speculated that maybe, like, Charlize Theron, like, somebody like that. like Great. Another great example. You know, she's working plenty right now. I'm I'm not as big a fan as most, but somebody like that, if there are whispers that they're they're bad people, like yeah, all of a sudden you'll hear all about it once once the looks just fade. And it's happened to you know, there's been issues, but Mel Gibson, that guy started yeah. looking old and all and all of a sudden he's just a terrible guy that can't get work. That's that's an excellent analogy. Uh great metaphor there, Ed. Kobe Bryant is very much – he's like an aging actress. He's the Terry Hatcher of basketball he, right now. He is. Uh, I will say this though. Go back. You guys listen within the sound of my voice. Mm. Go back and have a look at some pictures of Raquel Welch in the 60s. You're, and, and that's the thing. She, she was, was she was something. staggering in old pictures. Oh, my and, God. But when you look at like famous hot chicks back in the day, like Marilyn Monroe in many pictures was just sloppy. And yeah, you see, yeah. she was a big girl. You see, but you see some of these, uh, you know, pinup girls, and oh, like yeah. back in the day, and they like, I don't know, they just didn't. It doesn't translate into hot of today. But Raquel yeah. Welch, yeah, definitely yeah, did. That, absolutely, Raquel Welch, Bridget Bardot. Like there was a few, Anne Margaret. Oh yeah, there was. There's a few from back then that were just incredible pieces of ass in any era. Sure, mark my words. Okay, what else? Goodbye, Kobe. He, right. He's an he's an aging actress. Quote <laughs> Daily, uh, former heavyweight champion of the world Leon. I have no front teeth. Spinks was recently hospitalized in Nevada. Spinks, according to his friends, is known as the Chicken Wing King. And during a recent meal, Leon swallowed an entire bone. The bone is now stuck in his intestine. Uh, he today he went through his third surgery. The man who once defeated Muhammad Ali is is clinging to life. Brian. If the bone were to kill him, where would that rank in embarrassing ways to go down? I mean, the, you guys, obviously, this is super embarrassing. Leon Spinks is like such a cool dude. Like, yeah. he, he's just like this big, lovable. Yeah, a like, guy who just like didn't bother replacing his front teeth. <laughs> Although in the, in the picture yeah, I know. from the story, the, the he's picture, got some the new picture ones. you had it, but like there was a, a solid twenty years where he just said, "Nah, I'm I'm not replacing these teeth. What is that? Yeah, is that no, a bad look? No teeth in the front." But obviously, I'm. I hope that Leon pulls through this. I sure. think he will recover. It's according to the story from TMZ. He's on the mend. He's a champ, Leon. I hope you're okay, man, but maybe in the future, like, slow down. slow down on the wings. He's known as the chicken wing king. You'd think he has plenty of experience eating chicken wings. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I like wings, too. I've, I assume that we're talking about the not the drumette, but the other, right. the, the, uh, the, the two-bone side yeah, the, of the, the wing. The, the ones that you kind of have to work to get in that, like, middle yeah. section, and he, well, he, he just j- went he just went for it. 
Yeah, you got to be a little bit careful. I go with the method where I put the whole thing in my mouth and I clamp down and I just kind of peel all this kind of like pull it out of my mouth. Oh, and you, peel you do all like the, the Heathcliff with the with the fish. You just debone yeah. it. I debone it that way. I mean, I'm like not really in any. There's not going to be any chance that I I swallow a wing <laughs> yeah. bone. You got to be really hungry. You know how in I movies, will, whenever they show like somebody a hot, like a like a, a yes. captive person, the first time they eat, they eat like really fast. Yes, that's that's the move, and I guess that's how Leon eats. Yeah, I uh, I will I will relay this story, and it causes me to worry about somebody. Former Baller Lifestyle podcast guest Travis Rogers, uh-huh. who I all, am all, a regular Friday guest on his radio program on Yahoo Sports Radio. He one time we p- played golf. And after golf, we went to this, this – right by the golf course, there's this place with killer chicken wings. A lot of times we go there. So we go there and we get – you know, there's like four of us and he's like, what do you think? You get, we get like uh, 25 wings or something? I'm like, dude, for four guys? I'm like, no, we got to like step it up. Let's get 100 wings and if there's leftovers, who cares? He's like, are you sure? Like that? Oh, man, that's a lot of wings. <laughs> Cut to 10 minutes later. All of us have like the other three of us. I think there might have been four other guys there. We all have like a normal little pile of wings, bones on our plate. Look over it in front of Travis, and he must have eighty-five of the hundred wings <laughs> consumed. That's that's such a that's that's the uh, the fat girl move. Oh, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't possibly <laughs> touch a thing. Yes. Meanwhile, the, so, the bread has been polished off and. Right. So this should be a lesson, and maybe I'll mention this to, this weekend to Travis on the radio. Um, Careful, slow down on the wings. Like there's plenty. We can we can always get more. That's and right. We're not going to run out. That's right. It's not closing time. Can always order more. Exactly. So um, thoughts and prayers. You know, Leon one speaks. one thing about Leon, I was thinking like in terms of embarrassing ways to go. Um, I remember listening to I think it was the Mark Marin podcast WTF uh, where he was interviewing Gallagher a couple years ago. Yeah, and yeah, I was I, remember that. I was in London. And I almost got run over by a London bus because it, they go the other way. And I was thinking, like, if I if I died and Michelle's, like, going to, to my body trying to figure out my final moments and, like, what is the last thing known about me as I was listening to Gallagher as I got Gallagher. murdered. Like, that would probably be the most embarrassing way to go. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Leo Gallagher. Uh, okay. Excellent sports stories. I got some stuff for you, Ed. All right. What do you got? Well, we're talking – we were talking – I mentioned at the beginning of the show – sexy firefighters, sexy athletes, sexy cops. We've all seen these calendars. They sell them around Christmas time. Your mom probably has one hanging in her kitchen. Um, (laughs) Here's another one that I wasn't ready for, but I could be interested in. I'll read you from the story. Chili's cook fired over shirtless pictures. Things heated up perhaps a bit too much in the kitchen of one Chili's restaurant. That's where a now, not shockingly, unemployed cook at a Chili's in Valrico, Florida, also not a shock, opted to remove his shirt and pose for photos of himself lying (laughs) on the very table where food is handled. Oh, no. Thankfully, there was no food in the photos of that shirtless cook who goes by the Facebook name Justin J. Speaks. The photos were labeled... Sexy cooks of chilies. Ed, is this the best case scenario for what you can picture occurring in the kitchen of a Florida chilies? <laughs> There's, there, I was, I was thinking about this. What is if if you 
you ever sometimes get a peek into the kitchen, like you see a waiter coming out there and you you look into a kitchen, and I was thinking the things I least want to see in a kitchen, number one is rodents. Yeah. Number two is hair. I don't, I don't like seeing hair anywhere. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. Number three, insects. And number four, shirtless dudes. <laughs> I got to agree. Yeah. yeah it's up there. Maybe even above insects. I, could I would probably say about even... you bugs. But rodents and hair, I'll give the top two spots, then shirtless dudes. It's Well, I'll take it. I'll take it from the other side because I, a lot of people don't know this. But I, for a time, as a young man in my late teens, I made my bones as a short order cook. Hmm. And I didn't – like I wasn't in the big time. I didn't step up to the big time of chilies. <laughs> I, wor- I worked at Swenson's, which is an – ice cream parlor slash burger joint. And I was flipping burgers and making salads. And let me just tell you, the last place I would ever want to have my shirt off is in an industrial kitchen. There's a lot of shit flying around. Things get busy. You're running around. You're moving. You're sweaty. There are knives. Um, There's knives around. There's sharp slicers. There's all sorts of graters. There's all sorts of things going on back there you know you know there's waitresses a lot of waitresses around they don't want to see that yeah i uh i i i worked in a pizza place i made pizzas in a, like an italian restaurant and i worked yeah. the pizza oven and uh yeah it was uh it's it's not a place you would want you want any nudity I will give it up to this guy that he thought that there might be one look at <laughs> that it, there's dude. there's a market for this right that A, he thought there was a market for a sexy Cooks of Chili's calendar, and two, he thought he was one of the people that could be in it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love his optimism, because I'm, I'm just not seeing what he's seeing. I do. I, I don't only, think it's there. The, the, the only uh, less sexy calendar idea I could come up with was sports writers, sexy sports writers. <laughs> yeah. Bob Ryan with his shirt off. <laughs> okay, Ed, I got another one for you. All right. This is not – this is a pretty shocking story to be honest. British ambulance workers dump man's body near garbage cans when their shift is up. (laughs) Family members of a deceased – wow, easy for me to say. Family members of a deceased man say that ambulance workers were, quote, inhumane when they dumped their loved one's body next to a set of garbage bins <laughs> when their shift was up. I mean, I wouldn't go so, so far as inhumane because the dude was dead. Yeah, there's there's no humanity left. He's, he's dead. No. Shocking reports say that an ambulance crew in England was called to retrieve the body of 32-year-old James Harrison. <laughs> so he, he retired from the Steelers and then bounced over the... Oh, never mind. Uh, a plumber when he collapsed and ultimately died near his home. The crew was supposed to take Harrison's body to a mortuary at a hospital in Cambridge, 22 miles from where they retrieved it. But when they realized their shift was just about up, they decided to drive six miles back to their ambulance station and dump the body on the floor next to the garbage bins so they could go home. (laughs) Ed, as a guy who often summers across the pond... Aren't the streets of London town typically littered with plague and or victims <laughs> of the Whitechapel murder anyway? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, they still have horse and buggies going down Baker Street. I thought so. Uh, yeah, I, I just think everybody's got to stop being so precious about dead bodies. I agree. I mean, we've talked about it. Like, I just want to be cremated and thrown out. 
And yeah, absolutely. I I know the feeling. I know the feeling of being stuck working late when your day really should be over. I used to work for this like enormous, enormous woman. She was built like Dynamo from The Running Man, and uh, she was she was all your references are from the eighties, dude. <laughs> She's she was clearly single, and she she had nothing to do after work, and she would just slovenly lay around all day. And then at the end of the day, like at around five o'clock, she'd start coming up with work to do. And oh, let's let's have a <laughs> let's have a conference over by my desk Dad, at five forty-five. And it was like, oh, she she, I'm, I'm she was Friday up. meeting lady. Yeah, she was Friday afternoon she meeting had lady. Nothing to do. She was yeah. she was just disgusting. And she was like she was pleasant in in her personality, but like she was just she was somebody who was never going to find a spouse, no matter what sex she was looking for. And, uh, yeah, and it would, I, I think when it's time to slide off the brontosaurus back, like, go ahead and do it. Right. And if, if my body is in the way and I have to be cremated tomorrow, fine. Leave me by a dumpster. If necrophiliacs want to have at it, go for it. I, sure. I'm dead. I'm, I'm gone. Nobody, nobody needs me. Give my, I mean, or, I, give my organs. The only time I think time is, is precious right. is giving my organs away. After that, I don't care. You harvest the organs. Test on me. I don't, I don't but care. this was this was England. The guy was a thirty-two-year-old plumber, so you know one his liver shot. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure, for sure. Two, there's like not a lot of teeth you could get out of that are left in his head. My thing is, did they like? It seems like a lot of work to get the body out and throw it over there by the bins. Yeah. Like, couldn't they have left it in the ambulance or? Yeah, like, I'm sure they have the body bags, right? So that could yeah. that could hide the smell. Yeah, like just leave it in the back of the ambulance and be like, hey, boss, don't take this one this weekend. Yeah. Like we'll swing back on Monday. We're going to drive this same ambulance again, and then we're, there's a body back here. We'll like swing it over the mortuary. Yeah, just make sure you park in the shade. Yeah, <laughs> for, for <laughs> creation. Uh, okay, well, well, we'll follow up. Hopefully those guys, they can come to some sort of re- resolution right. and they don't lose their job. Ed, I like this one. This is a great story. It's the old <laughs> – some of my best friends are black, and apparently, if that's not true, you just Photoshop them into the picture. I'll explain. <laughs> African-American woman Photoshopped into Pennsylvania's governor's campaign picture as he tries to claw back on 15-point deficit. A Pennsylvania governor has Photoshopped a black woman into his campaign picture. Tom Corbett, who is fighting for re-election, has struggled to court minority voters in the past. Last year, he was forced to apologize after telling editors of Aldea newspaper he didn't have any Latino cabinet members, adding, if you can find one, please let us know. (laughs) Now it has emerged the image of a black woman beaming over Corbett's shoulder is in fact a fake. In an investigation by BuzzFeed's Andrew Kaczynski, the same picture of the woman was found on a stock image website. Busted! Ed, this guy's down 15 points in the polls. Was this just a publicity stunt to get himself a bump in the PA governor's race? That's that's a great point. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, when you're down 15 points this late in the game, and he's he's the incumbent. Yeah, he's, he's done. He's, he's done. done. What happened to Ed Rendell? Like, I thought Ed Rendell was the governor of Philadelphia, or well, whatever that state's he's, called. He's a big Eagles fan as well. Yeah, um, the worst. But you know, there are, there are easier ways to get black people on board with your campaign. You know, pay them. 
<laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, you could address their needs, or if you don't want to do that, then stop even pretending. Like, yes, that's true. And, and now, if, there, there are many red flags with this guy's campaign. Number one, if, if your campaign's getting brought down by a BuzzFeed reporter, you're yeah. in a world of hurt. <laughs> and then, top ten reasons yeah. not to yeah. vote for Tom Corbin. That's right. Top ten ways that's, that that uh, you know the the TV show uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> predicted the apocalypse, and it's like oh god, and this guy's bringing down a campaign. But you look at Tom Corbett, and his name might as well be Whitey Whiterson. Like, <laughs> why don't you just white. try to get why don't you just try to get a hundred percent of the white person vote? Because look, that guy's too white for even me. Like, he he does not look like the guy that any black person would ever vote for. He even has white hair. Yeah. He's super white. But I'll tell you what. This bugs me. First of all, I hate every single politician. They're all fucking douchebags. I hate all of them. But when they do – when they have like a debate or they have like a stump speech, you always look up there and they got the fucking Benetton colors of the rainbow <laughs> yeah, standing exactly. behind them. They, all, they always have to pick – find one black person from the crowd, one Latino, one Asian. It's like a fucking Bud a Light teenager. commercial. Like – Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like some a youngster. 19, yeah. Some 19-year-old black dude is like really gives a shit about Tom Corbett. Right. And well, what – Meanwhile, none of these politicians give a shit about any minority right. or else they wouldn't be in public running for public office. It's it's so fake. It's such bullshit. There's no difference between this guy photoshopping one into a picture and any other politician putting all having all these people stand behind him or t- get, getting those very spontaneous crowd shots of all the minorities. Yeah. Uh, it's all bullshit. Politicians are assholes and this guy's probably no different. And when you know it's fake, you gotta you gotta look at this. Uh, we'll we'll put the link on the uh, the post to the to podcast. But you, you gotta look at the picture because she's she's clearly not in the picture. Like once you, yeah, you see, it's, she's it's staring at his back. Picture. Unless he's wearing a kick me sign, she's staring at like the middle of his back, and she's way too excited and like shows the different reaction from everyone else. It's it's, it's pretty it's pretty wonderful. Like the like the lines all fit. Like it looks like it could have possibly been somebody standing there. But you're right. Her reaction is like totally like the opposite of everyone in the rest <laughs> of the picture. It's like I could see why somebody kind of looked and said, "Hold on a second. Like right. let's let's check out this picture." Uh, yeah, I have to agree. We'll, we'll we'll put a link up there when we when we post the podcast. Okay, Ed. What are we? We're fucking just kicking ass today. We so- we raced right through it we got through all we did fucking sports politics like this like we're doing everything right let's 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 knock it out let's finish what we have to learn about the world this week right craigslist threesome guy like we hit everything you need to know like if you want to be an informed person i wish i could tell you his actual name because it would make the story better Oh, his but funny I, name? I, it's just it's just perfect, but I, I cannot yeah. do that. I cannot. I of course not. I like, I'll, we'll stick with Craigslist threesome guy. <laughs> All right. Let's get on to the part of the show that a lot of people wait for. It's exciting for me because I don't know a lot of this stuff, and I do like – because we talk about celebrities, and you don't really have to be nice because they're typically horrible people. So we can just be as mean to them as we want, and we find out everything that's going on in their lives. And, of course, I'm talking about – the pop culture segment of our program, Fancy Pop, where we bring on our very the Baller Lifestyle podcast, very own pop culture correspondent, 
Fancy Sauce. Joining us now is Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, Fancy. Good. How are you guys? Tell us, Kate, what is happening in the world of pop culture? Actually, I already know. I hope this is where you're going to start. This is all I want to talk about. Renee Zellweger's face. I think we should start by talking about... Let's do it. What has the internet abuzz? Her new face. Um... Some pictures surfaced recently of Zellweger at an event sporting an unrecognizable face that had me, for one, shocked. Like, if you'd shown me this picture and asked me who it was, I'm confident I would not have been able to tell you. That's how different she looks. Uh, Ed, did you see the pic? Did you see Renee Zellweger's new face? Uh, I just Googled it. I I don't know. Really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. She looks... But I haven't seen her in... You need to do a comparison. But in five I'm years, so, if I'm I just showed she, you. It, it, I, I'm just. I, I, I'm just saying. She looks like she's aged and she's fighting. It. She just looks like she's got some bad plastic surgery. But like, I don't. I, I would don't not have been able to recognize no, her. No, definitely not. If I showed you that picture blind, Ed, and I said, "Hey, look at this picture. Who is this?" There is no way in hell. In ten guesses, you would say Renee Zellweger. I, I I can't think of that many movies that I knew her in, but I I cut Bridget I kinda, Jones. Well, but I never saw that those movies. Well, you saw it a few. I times. saw Me Myself and Irene. <laughs> I can I can think of that and Jerry Maguire. That's a pretty funny movie. Yeah, it's Me Myself and Irene. She looked pretty good then. Yeah, she was kind of cute in that movie. Um, but she she hasn't she, really been in anything for ten years at least. Right. right? She, but I always kind of liked her, so I you know I feel bad. But like the the good thing about this shaming that's going on because I did hear the buzz about it is just like hopefully people learn this plastic surgery is just not the, the right game to be into. It's never a good idea. Could not agree more. You need to grow old gracefully. People that get all this face surgery, they only serve to make themselves look weird. Yeah, when well, people... she's changed her appearance completely. She had an eye job, and it's completely changed the way she looks. And she's like only forty-five years old. Yeah, which is like that's still like pretty much in your prime for a woman. Like the whole milf thing. Like when, at right, some she point, she definitely could have pulled it off. Right, at she's some in point, shape. Like, like women, like middle-aged women, got a publicist. It may may have been like ten years ago, and. We got to a point where we all collectively realized that women in their late 30s all the way through their 40s were pretty hot and sexy. And she's right in that wheelhouse, and all of a sudden she's altered her face to where she looks 10 years older than she actually is. And she looks pretty generic, too. Yeah, yeah. and she doesn't – yeah, she's lost like the, her signature features. The things about her face that were charming, I think, with yes. like her squinty eyes. Squinty eyes. Um, like people used to make fun of that, have gone. but it was a, her signature like, look. Like remember when Jennifer Grey got her nose job? Right. Yes. That was, she wasn't even fighting age at that point, but she just made no. herself unrecognizable and just of course, didn't work for her. Ed immediately ch- chimes in on Jennifer Grey. Oh, I had a big, she was in- a big, big bid for, for uh, Sloan. <laughs> Not Sloan, she- uh, uh, Jeannie. Jeannie Bueller and- And in Dirty Dancing? She- 
Oh yeah, Ed's a big fan of. You know what? <laughs> I, I I actually tried to watch because my my wife told me that it's ridiculous. I had not watched it. I watched all like chicks five, love that. Movie. I watched five minutes. I had never seen it. I watched five minutes of Dirty Dancing last <laughs> summer, and it was just Patrick Swayze doing pelvic thrusts at me. I and I was like, I, I gotta get, Ed I gotta get out of watch here. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I didn't even it. understand what was going on. Like they're like sneaking behind the uh, the bar, and then you just see this like impromptu dance off for all the help at some resort. It was terrible. Yeah, and also there's an uncomfortable abortion scene, as I recall, in that movie. Yeah, there are abortion scenes never. I'm not. I'm not really into. No, I don't want to see anything aborted. Abortion scene was yeah. all right. <laughs> wait, wait, what abortion scene? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh yeah, that, that was pretty good. That's when they went after Mike Damone, but that's another story for a different day. Right. Um, yeah, I, I also like not to get too heavy with it, but it it kind of sucks. I mean, it's an individual choice, obviously, but it kind of sucks that we live in a world where someone feels this is necessary. I find it really depressing yeah. when women somehow feel pressured some to yeah. alter their face quite drastically yeah, she, it bums she, me out she looked fine and, and we've talked she about a, this on, she, was be- she was beautiful we talked about this on the show before where actresses in hollywood hit an age where they're not the where they're not a leading lady they're not the young sexy lady yeah, and maybe not she felt like her face was she had kind of like baby face looks and ma- yeah maybe she jumped herself ahead to know. the mom roles i don't I know. know i i feel bad for her i'm, I'm interested like to shit. see if she you know how her career pans out now yes. with her new face. Yeah, I don't, I don't. She wasn't getting much work before, as far as I knew, but we'll see. Uh, Kate, okay, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Tell us what else is happening in Fancy Pop. Okay, there was a hip hop beef this last oh, past week. I love hip hop, hip hop beef right, between Australian rapper Iggy Azalea yeah. and rapper Snoop Dogg. Ed, do you know about this? So random. I do know about it. Okay. So apparently Snoop's a mean girl and posted some bitchy stuff about Iggy on Instagram, including a pretty unfortunate picture of an albino person with blonde cornrows and the caption, <laughs> Iggy with no makeup. She, Ap- apropos of absolutely nothing. The picture... Out he, of the blue. The picture he posted was of a, a woman that looked exactly like the Jamaican albino rapper Yellow Man. But the thing was, it was out of the blue. It was in response to nothing, like he'd smoked some bad weed that day right. or something. Yeah, he. it was a. It was an... Unprovoked, well, drive by. She's she's bombing. a she's a young girl. She's like, she's, she's not, horrendous though. And why is she? In his- I mean, she's horrendous. I, I I told you, I I love rap music. I do. I just love it. I can't explain it. I love it. But I I, I can't understand the appeal. She she sounds like somebody imitating. Uh, a, a dirty South rapper, like she said. That's I, her. I agree. That's her thing. She's, I agree. But yeah. she's terrible at it. She it's does. like she's it's like bad karaoke. I don't know she's if she told her to rap like that. She's a strip. Well, T. She's Ti is her Svengali. I know. Rem- remember, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Let me recap. All right. Things I want to be referred to as. Number one, Vine star. Number two, YouTube sensation. Three. Tumblr stud. Number four, Svengali. T.I. is her Svengali. How about Sexiest Man of Chili? Do you, do you want to be one of those two? <laughs> that too. I, I, I never made it to the big time of Chili's, okay? Um, Iggy fired back with a couple of tweets calling him out. And finally, her manager, Svengali, rapper T.I., squashed the beef with a phone call to Snoop, prompting Snoop to issue an apology video on his Instagram, which I watched. 
And like, what a bitch. Also, yeah. you're a grown man. Yeah. He, Seriously? he comes off looking like a bitch here. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't vouch for Iggy Azalea's it music. It like negative attention seeking yeah. on his behalf He's, to me. He, he comes off like a mean girl. He comes off jealous and wh- whatever you think about Iggy Azalea, I'm not a fan. I, I don't think I've ever heard one of her songs. Well, you've heard fancy. I think I have. She, she does sound Southern. She's a clown. Australia. She's she's the Australian woman flavor flav. But I don't think she's ugly. She definitely doesn't look like Yellow Man. No, No, but she's terrible. She's She's a terrible rapper. Yeah, she's terrible, and this country and the world is eating it up. Yeah, that's eating true. Eating it up. Uh, but uh, so eventually Snoop ate his words at the behest of yeah, T.I. He because T.I.'s got he a said, career. He said, I apologize and, and doesn't. I won't do it again. Yeah. Anyway, so that happened. So I have the, the latest on the Kendra Wilkinson, Hank Basket, Tranny oh. Triangle. Ed, do you remember this? We've I covered do, this on I, the show I before. I remember. I remember. So let's, hold on, before we get on to recap. it. Let, let's recap. Hank Basket who was at one point, he was on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh-huh. He was. Did he return kicks, Ed? I just, he, I think his best moments of his career were, were as an eagle. And then I think he did next to nothing as a Colt. Yeah, he had, he had like a couple, cat, but he, even his best moments, like he was like the 53rd man on the roster on a number of NFL teams yeah. before he washed out. He then lucked into marrying one of Hugh Hefner's sloppy thirds. And they had her, she's called Kendra something, Wilkinson. Mm -hmm. And they ended up having, she had a sex tape, which I think. Oh, she did? Yes, she did. Mm -hmm. Which I think. With bounced. Nope. With some rando from San Diego. I do, I do remember seeing it because I think the guy had pictures of like his rice rocket, his like sport bike in his bedroom. It was like, yeah, it was pretty sweet. That's a pretty Um, cool look. Anyway. This bounced them into some sort of uh, reality show fame. Yeah, she has a show called Kendra on Top. Which he was also in. And then it turns out that that somebody, Radar Online maybe. Interesting that her show is called Kendra on Top when he is clearly a bottom, we found oh, out. yes. Power Good bottom. Kate. Good one. <laughs> nice one. It turns out that he was caught in flagrante delicto with a an Asian transsexual transsexual and that and the hooker was naming names namely that hank basket guy came over and played with my penis yeah and she jerked him off so yeah right so what is the update on the the wilkinson basket marriage okay um it seems like kendra's battling with her denial in order to stay with hank the tranny lover. In a sit-down interview recently with Juliana Rancic, she starts out by saying, I know for a fact he's not gay. Okay. Um, Does she? And she says that Hank is still denying the entire thing, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Wow. Um, Then she goes into this typical female thing of blaming herself, saying she hadn't been paying attention to Hank's Mm -hmm. emotional needs while she was pregnant. What she wasn't paying attention to were his sexual needs because she cannot fulfill those. Right, because she, she doesn't have a penis. Um, she says in, during the interview that she'll spend the rest of her life trying to figure out what happened rather than spend one night single, which sounds exhausting. <laughs> so that's how she's wrapping that all up. So they're staying together. The show's been taping. Um, they're not living together at the moment, which seems weird. Like... If he's not gay and you don't think that he did it, like, why Why are you guys living so separately? It, it seems like most of the reality shows you're describing to me these days 
are just people <laughs> being together against their will. Is that is that it? Because you you just keep bringing up all these stories of reality stars that yes. like don't seem to have any reason to be together, and they're still except there. money, right? Except money, except staying on television. Yeah, wow. money. Um, anyway, uh, I'll keep you posted about what happens well, good there for them. Because no, I I can only imagine what it's like to have that picture in your head of your husband having. Trans relations with a transsexual. Well, you either think it happened or you didn't. And it right. seems to me like she was flip-flopping there's, in this interview. Like, sh- she would go back and forth. Like, she hasn't decided yet. There's hard evidence. Well, she thinks that the tranny's lying. There's hard evidence. Well, there's no photographic as of evidence fo- of him pho- with, with the girl. There's photographs of his Jeep pulling into her... Right, but if you, wanted, if you wanted to explain that away... yeah. yeah. You could. Well, good. Yeah, I suppose. Good for them. Kate, next story. Um, in Bruce Jenner news, he's mm. apparently dating one of his ex, Chris Jenner's close friends. This is What's very. What's his name? Um, <laughs> um, there can't be. Rhonda there really. I, I, I know there's a person for everyone. There cannot be a woman on earth or man on earth who wants to be with Bruce Jenner at this point. And again, I'll he, tell you he's what, on television. These desperate he's so creepy looking. These desperate divorced Calabasas housewives are not to be trifled with. She's a divorced 51-year-old mother of two, and I doubt she's any exception. She sees fame and money in her future. Absolutely. Um, This is very Denise Richards and Heather Locklear. Remember when Richards and Heather Locklear were best friends, and then she dated Heather Locklear's ex, Richie Sambora, and they had a huge falling out. Who also looks a bit like a woman, yeah. So this this reminds (laughs) me of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if they're a thing. They went to an Elton John concert together. Wow. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, moving on. Um, I have a Kesha update. Oh, Kesha. Just a quick quick update in the Kesha versus Dr. Luke lawsuit that I reported on last week. Does the update include where, what medical school he went to and what he, is he an internist? (laughs) Right. Cardiologist. I'm getting my mind is on cardiologist. I think he's serious. Based on based on her allegations, I'd say he's more a gynecologist. Yeah, or he's 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 like one of those Elvis doctors. But hey, snort this, snort this, King. It's come to light that um, Kesha, in a 2011 deposition, stated directly that Dr. Luke never made sexual advances towards her. Right. So this undermines her current lawsuit alleging sexual assault and making it look. As though she might be lying to get out of her contract with this Svengali producer and hitmaker. Interesting that she would have been deposed as to whether or not he tried to have sex with her before. That's that's the more curious thing, I think. Right. So this new information doesn't mean she wasn't violated by Dr. Loop. does complicate matters, however. So I'll also keep you posted on that as it develops. Um, and then wrapping it up, there's a story on the internet about... One girl's first-hand encounter exercising next to Shia LaBeouf, who was wearing jeans for an hour. Now, Ed, I don't have to tell you. I know a lot of times you don't know who we're talking about, but I know for a fact you know who Shia LaBeouf is because you've you've mentioned several times on this program that you have, in fact, patronized his movies. I've been like I've grown up with the little fella. I remember watching him on uh, Project Project Greenlight. Project Greenlight, me too. Yeah. Yeah, really? and it was a terrible movie. I'm just going to oh, read. You saw the movie? Amy Smart. 
Yeah, well, that's why I, I tuned in for like 15 minutes. Yes. It was on HBO yeah. or one of those channels, and I was like, well, let me give this a shot. I watched the making of it, and then I remember. Oh, how that. old was he then? Like He was like at 16? 16, 17. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what's going on? What's going on I'm, with one of Ed's favorite actors, the great <laughs> Shia LaBeouf? I'm just going to read from the story, this girl's first-hand encounter, so you can get the full picture. It reads, So I was at Ultra Body Fitness in Hollywood, a gym just for personal trainers when I saw him. My trainer has told me he comes in, but I hadn't seen him before. When I walked in, I saw him at a weights machine. He had a full beard, was wearing jeans, a t-shirt, and these sock-like gray high-top sneakers. Oh, my God. Um, I've never seen anyone in the gym wearing jeans before, so that was weird. As I passed him, I overheard him venting about some bougie bitch to his trainer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Then I started doing circuit training, and he ended up doing the same right next to me. He was doing bench presses and swearing, but I couldn't make out what about. He didn't seem very focused on fitness as he kept getting up and pacing and talking to his trainer. For a good two minutes, he just stared at me while I was doing lunges in his direction. (laughs) Oh, that's what she had to say. Was he swearing, oh my God, my balls are so fucking sweaty because I've worn blue jeans I mean, to exercise. There are, there are it's three bad people. reporting on her behalf that she didn't hear what he was swearing yes. about. Ed, Ed, what are your thoughts on one of your all-time favorite actors, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, whose movies you've sought out on HBO, you've just admitted. Go ahead and tell us what you think about one of your heroes exercising in blue jeans. <laughs> the Jacqueline of Levi's. Uh, the three people you never want to be near at a gym are one grunters, of course, yes. Two blue jeans people or or non-sanctioned pants, and three. And to me, this is the biggest giveaway for a serial killer: is people with collared shirts. <laughs> no, no one. Oh, wait, you told me this. I told. More. I told. Well, first of all, I saw several people in London doing this, but <laughs> the gym in my building, and it's like no. it's a it's a perfectly good gym because it's got all of the equipment and it's largely empty. But one time, there like when I would go to lift two days in a row, there was a dude with a collared shirt in there, and I had to completely change my life. I had to change my whole schedule around because. <laughs> I, I, you know, I normally worked out at like 6.30 in the morning or 6 in the morning, and all of a sudden there's a dude with a college shirt, and I couldn't handle it. And I had to change everything, my entire workout, my entire sleep schedule. I cannot be around somebody doing any sort of exercise in a college shirt. Was it the same guy both days? Same dude wearing collar like, shirt, like navy blue and a white or something. You know, it was two different collared shirts. It's not like there's you just a- reused the, the previous days. There's a guy at my gym who just wears a shirt that just says Florida on it. Oh, like the like the college? No, I don't know. Oh, it's maybe like it's a the college state, shirt. The place. I don't know. Oh. Is it is it is it blue? Even and orange? even if it's the college, it's no. it's embarrassing. Yeah, either way. I'm embarrassed for him. That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's it for Fancy Pop well, this week. I think it's clear that Shia LaBeouf has He's my favorite. Some, some sort of... He really no, is my favorite. Ed, now Ed wants to arm wrestle you. <laughs> um, real quick, this just popped up before we sign off. Mm. Ed, blog post from the USA Today for the win blog. I will read you the headline. Who is the guy in the Marlins jersey behind home plate at the World Series? Are you ready, Ed? And oh, and there this is the problem though. So now they they've done research and they've interviewed yes. him. So yeah. he's gotten the attention USA Today 
they should be on everybody's shit list because they just made they fulfilled his dream. Well, so it, with respect to that, shall I not read it? Let's let's don't not find it. out who he is. We don't want to know who it is. Okay, okay. He's I, a zero. I, I That's that who end. he is. A yeah, zero. he sucks. He's the worst guy in the world. That's right. You can read all, all right. about him. All right. Excellent job. Guys, you guys were fucking awesome today. Where we're on point yes. today. On point. Yeah, really on point. Okay. Great energy. I mean, mostly feeding off of my energy. I could tell that you guys <laughs> were getting what you needed from me to be your best. And that's, hey. Is that's that what, what you could tell? Hey, that's what a good leader does. All right. I, ask General Patton. All right. I think he thinks he's a Svengali, right. Ed. Yeah, he's trying. He's he's trying a little too hard to fulfill this Svengali wing right now. Mind star. Yeah. YouTube sensation. Yeah. You're never gonna be a Tumblr stud. Tumbl- Leave that one off. Tumblr stud. <laughs> or Chili's Chili's uh, Mr. July. Ch- Chili's line cook. You guys need to talk about Mr. May, the YouTube sensation who makes all that money that I read about. Oh yeah. The there's... guy that plays video games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let's put that in your. I mean, you have your own segment on the show. You can talk about anything you want in it. It's not really celeb news. But sure it is. He's, he's got 30 million followers. <laughs> yeah, he's more of a celebrity than anyone I know. Yeah, he, make, he makes, Ed, he makes between 140000 and $1.4 million a month oh, from my. playing video games on YouTube and Goodness. videotaping it. Isn't wow. that insane? Yeah. He's Swedish. Know, he's in Sweden. Okay, we could talk about that. All right, that's it. That's enough. Excellent job to both of you. And I will just say, hey, follow us on Facebook. The Baller yes. Lifestyle Podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook. Check out everything that's, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that's happening on the blog right now, theballerlifestyle.com. Follow us on Twitter at EasyEdDaily, at FancySauce, and at Brian Beckner. And until next week, for Ed Daily, for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you.